0: How's it going Lily?
1: Oh it's real good, David. How's it going with you?
0: Oh you know, uh just got finished with a, another exhilarating day of work.
1: Ah, uh, that's always fun. Yeah. My so, work day is way over.
0: Yeah, yeah. What seven hours ago? Oh uh,
1: what time
0: is it? I don't know. Oh. I got done at ten thirty. Ten thirty? Yeah. So yeah quite a few hours later
1: i started waking up at twelve thirty for work so i could work out before i go to work and actually like wake up yeah because going in at 2 a.m and then trying to do a bunch of fucking labor is impossible
0: so you go to the gym before you do all that or no, are you just like just at home just at home jesus christ that's still a lot yeah i'm not even that ambitious
1: <laughs> and i've been like crocheting in the morning
0: well, I guess you gotta keep your mind sharp. It's a good way to do that. Especially since again, keeping up with the whole grandma aesthetic. So anyways, what what you got for us today?
1: Well, you know, I had a interesting phone call with my mom. She woke me up from my nap today. Mm-hmm. Uh and as you may know, I am kind of prolific. I've always been very in touch with like energy and stuff like that. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Well, we think it's because my mom, when she found out she was pregnant with me, she found out by tarot cards and I am I have a lot of Native American on both sides so it's just I've always been very in tune with that. Well, my mom finally got another tarot reading. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And for years she's been telling me about this lady that lives in our house, but she doesn't live in the house anymore. Right. She used to live in the house right before we bought the house, and she had cancer, and she died in the house. That's weird. Yeah, it is weird. But she always felt like it was draining her energy being in the house. Like, whenever she'd be in the living room, she'd just be so tired. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you feel that. Like, as soon as you walk into our living room, you just want to take a nap. Yeah. And that, and there's a bedroom that's attached to the living room that used to be my bedroom. And then when I moved out, it became my mom's bedroom. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but during the tarot reading, the lady confirmed that there was a lady that lived in our house and she was draining my mom's energy. Hmm. It's crazy.
0: So, like...
1: My mom didn't is?
0: But, yeah, like, what does that mean? Like, um, is that, like, an emotional vampire? Yeah,
1: yeah. basically, like, the lady is just not good for my mom, and she's just sucking the energy out of my mom and making my mom extremely depressed,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and... She told my mom that she needed to sage the house and she needed to get some wind chimes and needed to tell the lady to leave her alone.
0: hmm So like you know I'm pretty skeptical about all this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like coming coming from a place like having done all like got into those kinds of things, like uh for a while um a few years ago i went to a um like a spiritual christian church but they did a lot of eastern teachings and stuff like that this is probably about 10 years ago if not less i don't know for sure time is uh gets away from me but (laughs) um So like I got into it and this guy was doing readings one night and, um, you know, this is, this kind of plays against my skepticism, but, um, he, you know, he was doing readings for new people, yada, 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 yada. And, um, I was one of the people that he did a reading for and he said, be careful with your feet tonight. And I just kind of laughed it off, you know, whatever. What is this guy? You know, what does he know? Mm-hmm. And I was leaving my friend's house. I was on I-69 heading home, and it's 65 on on that stretch of highway that I was on. Yeah. I was doing 80, and I got pulled over, <laughs> And I was like, fuck, I shouldn't have listened to this guy. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, you know, I got a ticket, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, man, I was so scared. I, I was about, like, this close to shitting my pants out of fear. Because, like, the cop approaches the car with his gun out. And I'm just like, man, if I would have just listened to this fucking guy, I would not be about to be iced by a cop in indiana on the side of the highway
1: you gotta watch your feet David. and i
0: should have washed my fucking feet ever since i have not been watching my feet at all but <laughs> <laughs> i'm just you know stumbling through life but even still though like that's such a general thing i think he like i think sometimes people can read body language pretty well yeah and i know i come off as like kind of an idiot <laughs> just by existing so like, it makes sense you know that that was his go-to but then again this is just you know uh, hindsight this is just looking back on it so maybe he was on to something but i'm still skeptical about like um sp- that spirituality of life uh but then again, like, I know there's occurrences out there that, like, otherwise really can't be explained. Kind of like aliens, right? Yeah. Like, there's there's a lot of play into um, how aliens could be spiritual entities and all this and that. And, you know, that might be true, too. But also, aliens might just be us from the future. Just looking back, I'm like, well... Shit's fucked. Let's go back and introduce ourselves as quote unquote aliens, and try to unfuck shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I like, mean... And, but maybe also spirituality is science, and you know what I mean. I so saw it's all, it's all very. What's the word? I, I just don't know if I jive with all of it all the
1: time. I feel like. Especially with tarot readings, there are people that are not legitimate, I guess would be the word.
0: Yeah, like scam artists. Yeah, Yeah. that
1: just want to, and there are lots of scam artists when it comes into that area, I guess, in general. Like people, especially with seances, with people that just died. You can't let them know too much information, which is what's, like, crazy about my mom. My mom's like, I didn't tell that lady anything. Mm -hmm. And not only did she say that, she said that my brother was going to have a baby. But she didn't tell the lady that she had kids. And what the lady said was, I see you grandchildren in your future. And she's like, there's no way. Right. Because me and my brother are both no kids. No kids. No way. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, she's like, it's not the girl, though. It's your son. And she's like, I didn't tell her I had two kids. I didn't tell her I had a boy. I didn't tell her I had a girl. I didn't tell her anything.
0: Was there a chance that, like, she has a picture of you guys in her wallet?
1: There's no way. Like, my mom's not that kind of person. My mom my mom doesn't let people know that she has kids
0: yeah i can see that
1: like i met my uncle's daughter for the first time well my step-uncle i met his daughter and this was like years after they had been together and she was like i didn't know your mom had kids because like my mom does not talk about us yeah our relationship is like very weird and private
0: yeah there and there's nothing wrong with that i don't think because like if anything it keeps you know your kids safe which at the end of the day is you know your responsibility as a parent (laughs) but yeah so like that's weird um So maybe she's on to something, maybe she's a little bit more in touch.
1: What was even weirder was, I just visited Cedric on Monday, and Uh he told me the only way I would have kids if I was rich. And he was, like, talking about having kids, which is, like, not a Cedric thing to do.
0: So maybe he's gonna be rich and have kids.
1: That'd be something.
0: That'd be weird. Just suddenly. But, like, is he invested or anything like that, or...
1: No, he has no intentions with anybody.
0: Oh. So maybe, uh... Maybe that part's bullshit.
1: Well, maybe it's just a far in the future kind of thing.
0: Yeah, like a whoops. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It happens. It happens to the best of us. (laughs) I can't say, you know, the same for myself, because, believe it or not, Phoenix was planned. So, but... Yeah, so, aliens. So, are you familiar with it's coming up in July? No. So, I guess the government is going to be talking about, uh, well, it's, it's called, quote-unquote, disclosure. And they're going to be talking about the existence of what they're calling now UAPs, um, un- Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. Because they want to get away from UFOs, because there's such a, like, a stigmatization on the, you know, the phrase UFO. Yeah. Because uh, it's, like, you know, typically intertwined with uh, conspiracy uh, conspiracy theory groups and all that. So, like, you know, it's kind of the government's way of rebranding. Like, legitimizing um, it. Yeah. And... But here's my whole thing about this. Here's the skepticism again. Because at first I was like, alright, yeah, we saw this Tic Tac spaceship or something shoot out from the sea to like 80,000 feet in the air, right? And there's video footage of it, and it's all over YouTube and all this and that. But there's also a chance it's like technology that another country is using, or like I said earlier, it might be you know, uh, bullshit (laughs) because like, if you think about it, there's also a ton of, you know, uh, scandal going on in politics right now, like with Matt Gates, uh, and everything going on in Palestine, just, just the whole barrage of shit going on in the world. And it always kind of seems funny because it seems like the government's like, all right, Now we want to talk about X, Y, and Z to try to, you know, sweep all this other shit under the rug. So, like, while there's, quote-unquote, verified footage, while, like, you know, there's this belief that they might might be uh, legitimizing the existence of aliens in July, um, like like I said, I'm starting to think that it might be bullshit. It might all just be... Either again something that we created, like our military, or somebody else's military,
2: mm-hmm.
0: or you know maybe worst case slash best case, depending on how you look at it, it's like a probe sent from another planet, like how we you know have the Mars rover for uh, for example, um, like it's just sent here to study us or whatever, and you know you know the and. I will say the craziest thing about the phenomena that we've, you know, experienced quote unquote is like the level of technology that's being used. Um, Like there's, there's like theories that it's using power sources that we don't even know because um, the, the Tic Tac is what they call it was clocked going like 230 nautical miles an hour which like the fastest man-made vessel goes like 84 nautical miles an hour oh, goodness so it's like not even something that we are capable of creating like yeah. it's at such a speed um any human in it would black out from the g-forces you know um but they're like i said they they And, like, when it goes in the water, it doesn't splash, which is also crazy because most man made things that, you know, would fall into the water, there would be that resistance from the water Mm -hmm. splashing. Um, so again, it might be something we made, like, currently or in the future. I don't, I don't know. Um,
1: I'm not familiar at all with aliens. I'm not familiar with the Tic Tac thing.
0: Oh, well, you should definitely look into it. In fact, uh, where did I put it? Let's pull up a video here. like that right, yeah that's the tic <laughs> so Wait. and that's like the most popular example of the recent sightings, mm-hmm. um, but it's kind of crazy too, because like we haven't seen this level of sightings since like I think it was uh post World War two is like the last time there was a shit ton of sightings, and that to me also kind of seems like it's a weird kind of propaganda or like uh kind of a weird distraction. Uh, just because of the, you know, the infrequency at which we see sightings and sightings are talked about, you know, obviously there's, you know, niche groups out there like UF, uh, ufologists who just, you know, live and breathe UFOs, uh, USOs, unidentified submerged objects, and I guess now UAPs, again, unidentified, um, aerial phenomena. um, you know, they they live and breathe that. There's, like, message boards. I'm sure there's all over Reddit, too, um, where people will discuss these ideas and these sightings and stuff. But, yeah. I As far as aliens go, though, like, what do you think?
1: Um, I think aliens are real. But it's not hard to convince me about most things.
0: Yeah. Like what else would be an example of
1: things I believe in? Yeah. Chupacabras.
0: Chupacabras.
1: But also, I feel like chupacabras are just kind of sick dogs. I mean, there's different kinds of chupacabras depending on where you're at. Um, There's like the ones that are in uh, South America, North America, that literally do look like sick dogs. Yeah. But there's also like the upstanding chubacabra, which I'm a little bit more skeptical about.
0: Yeah, yeah, like the whole idea of like cryptids and stuff like that existing in the world. I mean, the the cool thing about cryptids is that there is kind of a chance that some of them exist. You know, I don't think you know, for example, Bigfoot exists. And oh, I'm a is, Bigfoot
1: believer too. You are,
0: you are. Yeah, I just
1: think that the forest there is so dense that like. It could be a possibility.
0: Yeah, it could be a possibility, but I think it just might be an extremely hairy like woodsman, you know, who oh. just abandoned all <laughs> all humanity and became the forest and you know, uh in so many words, because like there's there's always been a need, I think, for humans to just <laughs> go that way. Um, you know, because there were so many primal things in us. Um that you know we're not all conscious of and maybe it was just some guy who had one bad day <laughs> and he was like fuck it i'm mean, gonna we'll live in the woods <laughs> you know
1: i mean i just figured it was like a species maybe it was like a really timid species it was like yeah. maybe not quite humanoid not quite maybe like a bear or something
0: maybe like a ape yeah like bear hybrid that'd be terrifying that thing would fuck you up if (laughs) could you imagine if you had a silverback gorilla and a grizzly bear combined
1: that thing would fuck you up
0: (laughs) charging at you (laughs) like you might as well just lay down and die right there (laughs) i mean
1: talk about all those disappearances
0: (laughs) yeah no shit maybe that's what bigfoot is maybe (laughs) maybe like a silverback and a grizzly had a baby and that's the bastard child uh, that was created <laughs> and just roaming around pissed off you know just killing on sight and that's why no one's ever actually seen Bigfoot because if you see Bigfoot it was too late
1: <laughs> it's like packs of cannibals in the national forest Psh, packs of Bigfoots
0: oh my god wrecked <laughs> I couldn't imagine It'd be like if Cannibal Holocaust are you familiar with that movie? no So, like, it's... uh, I think it's, like, made in the 70s. Let me double check so I'm not just talking out of my ass. Um, But it's about a group of, uh, like, reporters who go to this island, this remote island or remote section of the jungle. I haven't watched it because, like, there's real-life animal death in it, and I'm just not into that. Yeah. But they go there and they encounter um, uh, a tribe of cannibals and they've never seen these people before, so they kill them and eat them and all this and that. So long story short, though, I've just picture, you know, <laughs> a whole bunch of Bigfoot in that kind of a movie setting. It's <laughs> like that is absolutely worst case scenario. <laughs> a bunch of ape gorilla grizzly bear hybrids just fucking eating you alive sticking you on pikes burning you oh god that's nightmare feel for sure
1: i mean that's kind of how i imagine it
0: oh god absolute worst case scenario for sure like uh yeah
1: well that's the realm i imagine bigfoot in
0: just absolute just destruction constantly <laughs> yeah maybe that's why no one's ever actually been able to prove that they've seen one you know because they don't survive to tell the tale
1: or if they do you're extremely lucky
0: yeah well yeah because I, I just couldn't imagine you know
1: but you can't get like up close to it Yeah, it'll kill you
0: can't ask it questions can't ask it how it's doing. Maybe that's all Bigfoot needs. Maybe he just needs a friend. You know? Maybe we could, we could solve this Bigfoot crisis. Just... Write, write a letter to Bigfoot. Check in on him. Make sure he's okay.
1: But I don't believe in the Loch Ness monster.
0: You don't believe in Loch Ness?
1: Um, no. I just feel like... If there was proof of that, we probably would have had it But now. The Loch... Like, that area's not that big, is it?
0: So, I don't think uh, the Loch Ness... Or, I think it's just the Loch Ness. Yeah, let me double check. Uh, like, see the depth of the Loch Ness Lake... 745 uh, feet deep. Which, considering, um, the depth of the ocean, how deep that can get, that's... I mean, that's pretty deep, but it's not, like, 15 miles under the surface. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Like, I've always kind of thought that Loch Ness, like, if it is real, like, the monster, um it might just be a dinosaur that just like you know swerved the extinction i mean <laughs> you know? that's plausible like that's the only thing that like i could see but then again like there there has to be something at this point that like some sort of technology that we have to where we could see a large mass underneath the surface of water like because they have sonar and stuff Mm -hmm. like that i'm sure there's been sonar tests in Loch Ness you know i think they would know at this point because i think we have the technology um that would be able to confirm its existence or deny it and i think yeah
1: i mean maybe at one point it did exist and it died yeah and like the bones of it maybe we can't find that because it's like deep underneath like the mud or something
0: yeah and then that's probably not even really a worthy excursion anyways um you know it would be like trying to find mothman bones you Yeah, know? like it's just who does that benefit except for
1: it would destroy an entire ecosystem just to try to find something that may or may not be there.
0: Yeah, and then, like, not only that, but just the cost to dive and dig, like, for something like that, I just don't see that ever happening. Unless, like, the Loch Ness eventually dries out, and then, you know, we have that opportunity then. But it could also just be dismissed as dinosaur bones, which, you know... Could still be the case. It could yeah. be a dinosaur anyway.
1: So. I mean, if they did find dinosaur bones, like a whole big-ass dinosaur down there, they'd probably be like, that's the Loch Ness Monster.
0: Yeah, Loch Ness confirmed.
1: Um, yeah. What else? My other topic is, did you see that Soldier Boy was promoting some cryptocurrency? Which one? I don't, it's some random one, and he, he left in how much he was getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. But what do you think about celebrities using their celebrity status to promote things like cryptocurrency, like Elon Musk?
0: All right, Definitely so,
1: manipulating the market.
0: Yeah, so my whole thing, because that, that's what's called a pump and dump, um... And since crypto is a mostly unregulated exchange market, um, people can get away with that. To where, like you know, with uh, with Musk, for example, with Bitcoin and Dogecoin, um, how he was super for it at first, you know, mm-hmm. and like he would just promote the shit out of Bitcoin and Doge, he was and using pretty it much any time
1: people pay for their bills of their Teslas, yeah.
0: Uh, Pretty much, any time like he would promote one of the coins, they would you know go up, skyrocket, and um, then when they decided to stop accepting Bitcoin because of the implications that it has on the environment, and he wants to get away from gas uh, power altogether as you know as a society, Bitcoin plummeted, but. At the same time, that happens around the time China wants to get rid of crypto because they can't regulate it. And that also is happening around the same time that um, the whole GameStop, AMC, short squeeze stuff is happening. Um, So another big reason why it took a shit was all the hedge funds pulled their crypto positions to start covering um, their short positions on AMC and GameStop. So I, you know, long story short, I don't agree with the ability to pump and dump like that because like people that are otherwise naive and have never dealt with crypto or um, any of the individual coins see, you know, soldier boy which i don't know why the fuck anybody would take financial advice from soldier boy like he he jumps on every single bad idea that is that could ever be you know he he uh there was a point where he made his own video game console yeah uh, and it wasn't even something that. that he made it was just something that alibaba was selling on their website that he threw his fucking name on it and then resold and, uh, you know, mass-distributed uh, mass it. And it was a piece of shit. It didn't even play anything. It doesn't play anything current, <laughs> you know. Like, So he himself is a fucking scam artist, like, through and through. And, unfortunately, there's people that listen to him. So I guess for... And I'm sorry if you're, you know, uh, a more enlightened Soldier Boy fan. But I just... I don't feel all too bad for them if they listen to Soldier Boy, for Christ's sake. His relevancy has been out the window for the last decade, you know? Like, yeah. who cares at this point? So, like... But, yeah, I, I don't think people in positions of power uh, should ever be doing that, you know? Um, unless they themselves, like, can prove that they didn't sell their position or... um are not going to sell the position and like, I'm not calling for more regulation because I don't want more regulation. Like I want fair regulation in all the markets, but I don't want such a heavy, you know, hand on the market. Like kind of what's already happening to where, you know, people like you or I who get involved in these get fucked, not only by these pump and dumpers, but also by the federal government because of all the different institutions that they can have, like all the different institutions could put their hands in the market as well and like buy all this shit and, you know, um, manipulate it for their own selfish gains. So long story short, no one in a position of power should be doing that
1: (laughs) i also think it's hilarious how soldier boy didn't even take the time to like it was almost as if he copied and pasted what they sent him to put into like the tweet yeah because he left in how much they were paying him to promote this
0: that's ridiculous
1: i mean getting paid to promote a coin anyway
0: i mean so advertisers are gonna pay either you know a a private firm, like you know, when people post advertisements on Facebook or Google AdSense, like you're still paying for that ad, and then in a way, they're advertising through a, a singular ad agency, which in this case would be Soldier Boy. Um, but yeah, like it's shady, and if if someone has to rely on soldier boy tweeting about something and they have to pay him an exorbitant amount of money you probably shouldn't invest in whatever that is because like if they're willing to go that far and not do it you know the more traditional ethical way <laughs> then you know not really worth your time I I would say you know there there was probably a bunch of people that were made rich as a result but there's a lot more people either left holding the bag or out a bunch of money because I'm sure like whatever coin that was is dead now, you know. Yeah. Let's see here.
1: The Soldier Boy coin.
0: Is that what it is? No. Oh.
1: I I don't know what it is.
0: It's uh looks like he wants to do some NFTs too, and uh, this looks like uh, before this pump and dump. Let me just take a look. not finding that tweet here
1: could have been deleted
0: yeah I think it's uh you know what the fuck I think it's not a terrible idea for um institutions and stuff like that or companies or celebrities or um whatever could take payment to start taking cryptocurrency, um, just because it's a good hedge against the economy. <laughs> and with our economy, you know fluctuating every forty years, you know, you kind of want something that is depression or recession proof. So, you know, if more and more institutions and more and more companies and more and more artists or whatever um, start accepting crypto as payment, um, that can help a lot of people um, that are invested in the coins that are a little bit more stable um, than like the thousands of alternative coins that are out there. Because like there's such a list at this point of coins that are mostly bullshit, you know and it's it gets hard to kind of weed out the you know the good stuff and the bad stuff um but typically anything that's based off of ethereum or bitcoin um are your safest bets because those are the two of the biggest players in the crypto market right now and um they're actually calling for ethereum to uh surpass bitcoin um which like its all time high I think was like sixty five thousand dollars a coin. And um now I think it's down to like thirty three thousand or so. Um but Ethereum at its all time high was at about four thousand and a half dollars, I think, at one point, and it's down to like two thousand. Um, yeah. So Bitcoin as of right now is thirty six thousand three hundred ninety four dollars and 42 cents a coin and ethereum is 2580 dollars and 13 cents a coin um Binance coin is another one that people are super behind as well and uh dogecoin even though um it has a limitless market cap which means like it'll probably never pass a dollar because there's an infinite supply of something and it's all based off of supply and demand so like you know the less some of something there is the more the price is going to be valued at for that thing um but i think you know
1: i don't understand like how they make these coins like i un- i hear about mining
0: Mhm. so mining is helping transactions happen on the blockchain so basically you set up a server or you know you have cpus that uh, basically do all the heavy lifting um, for people either buying or selling Bitcoin or buying goods and services with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Um, So you're basically just letting your computer or server um, carry that load and uses a ton of electricity and that person who helps the transaction gets a percentage of Bitcoin. Um, it's kind of like uh, so like you know how credit card machines like there's a service fee for everyone Mm -hmm. who has a credit card machine it's kind of the same idea to where like it's helping with a transaction and each time a transaction is made it's like $3.50 or something like that in order to carry that transaction but in this case you know the person holding the mining software and hardware isn't charged dollars and 50 cents they make you know x amount for every transaction i don't know what it is now uh but there's something that's called the halving which every time a halving happens with bitcoin um the 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 supply uh gets halved so the value shoots up again um but typically before a halving it drops pretty significantly um, and I could be completely off here, but it kind of seems like every time um, there's been a huge surge in Bitcoin, it's uh, preceded having. halving. Um, so, yeah, miners, you know, they don't make full Bitcoins. They make fractions of a Bitcoin. Um, I had a buddy who was saying like he gets like at one point it was like six dollars a day. It wasn't much uh, for the energy consumption now you can have more sophisticated rigs you can process more um you know the more expensive you know the more money you put into it and i think like for starters for something like that you're probably looking at 30 grand it's just like that's your full-time job now Mm -hmm. and then that's not counting your energy costs that's not counting everything else that goes into you know having a space for that and uh keeping all that running um you know, I'm not super well versed in it, but uh yeah, if you have a pretty simple rig, it's like maybe six to ten dollars a day, if that, sometimes pennies. Um, it just depends on the amount of transactions you can do. But yeah, that's uh that's how mining works. And uh yeah, crypto like since it's decentralized, um That's why I say it's a good hedge against the economy because no one bank or, you know, no corporate entities are involved in it. It's open sourced, uh, meaning that the code is available for the public. So literally anyone can do what's called an ICO, which is an initial coin offering. So... Um, you just have to, you know, fill out a bunch of stuff and like have, you know, an idea for the coin um, and, you know, have a supply and all that for it as well. And if it all gets approved, then your coin can live on different markets and people can invest in it and, you know, um, but it's all lives on blockchain, which is it's like a street grid, you know, and it's like an infinite street grid. So it's just blocked and blocks and blocks. It, it would look like if you were looking at Google maps and everything was just, you know, uh, 90 degree angle roads. And, um, because it lives on blockchain, um, it, it makes it more impervious to like hackers and stuff like that, as opposed to your bank account which, you know, somebody from the Czech Republic or whatever can just hack into that shit and uh, you know, put in like fake amounts for your bank account or whatever, acting like there's still money in there, but there's actually no money in there at all. And you know, um, people can try to hack it, but it's going to take you like a billion years just because of the infinite amount of uh, possibility basically. I mean, it's not infinite, but it's like it's like 631 billion or something to one ratio likelihood of being able to track somebody's address because like you get this long uh, QR code for each transaction um, which goes into the blockchain kind of. And um, that's like your ledger. So it's like a huge public ledger. Everybody puts in like, here's how much of this I bought. Here's how much this guy, you know, bought, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Here's, you know, this sell or here's this transfer, here's this buy, here's this sell, etc. And again, there's no one person or group of people that's like looking over this blockchain. It's entirely digital. Um, so yeah, it, it's super complicated. And like again, I don't, I don't know everything about it, you know. Um, but as far as like my you know my belief on it like i said i think it's a it's a safe hedge against the economy because you can't have a bank come in and you know take all your crypto you know like when shit gets bad you know they can't liquidate your account uh because no one can (laughs) unless someone figured out a way to hack it and liquidate your account but good fucking luck it's like when you have a VPN, a virtual private network, Mm -hmm. how it makes you harder to hack because now you can just kind of bounce around server to server. You know what I mean? Uh, And it protects all your data and protects your privacy, um, you know, which everybody should have a VPN. Hopefully someday we can get a sponsor by NordVPN because that's the one I use. And you can put it on all your shit. All your devices. It's really nice. And it's like $135 a year or something like that. It's worth the peace of mind. And you can watch weird Netflix shit that, you know, if you don't have the uh, the show that you want, just switch it to Scotland. Maybe it's over there. <laughs> because for some reason Netflix likes to do that. Which uh, kind of brings me to my point. Um, all... This last year, right, there was no movies that really came out. I mean, there was some VOD-directed, you know, uh, Netflix or whatever. But what are some movies that you are most excited for this Uh, year? Uh,
1: Scream 5.
0: That's not until next year.
1: That's the only movie that I'm looking forward to that's coming out.
0: Really? So you're not stoked for um, Halloween Kills or anything?
1: i've never seen any of the halloween movies what the fuck
0: you've never seen any of the halloween movies
1: i've never had the opportunity
0: well that's something that we're gonna have to do now you are gonna have to watch the halloween movies
1: i suggested it
0: yeah you did i was under the assumption that you've already seen at least one of them <laughs> no. you've never seen any of them oh my god Okay, well we're going to have to do a, like a whole like we're going to have to do a video where we cut the 45 seconds to keep YouTube friendly and we'll do like a ranking of the franchise or something. Like we will we will chip away at it. Watch them on your free time and come up with a list.
1: I'll have to figure out how or to watch we them. can
0: watch them together cuz obviously I have all the shit here. Yeah. So like the next few times, that's what we'll do. <laughs> and then we'll get our intro and everything else made and a title because we still don't have one. Uh, cause I like Creepshow. But I don't know if Steven Spielberg would like Creepshow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just... Yeah. Eh. <laughs> I don't want to get a weird sis- cease and desist. I mean, because like, we... I'm still kind of worried about that for Moist um, because, like, there's a Canadian alternative band uh, with the same name. And I don't know if they're still active, but, you know, we never have done enough, I feel like, for it to be a big deal anyways.
1: There's a name that Sutter came up with not for – he came up with it for a band name. He came up with a bunch of band names, but he doesn't think he's going to use this one. And I actually kind of like it for a podcast. It's, uh, Ultraviolet Killers.
0: I like that. That could work. Ultraviolet.
1: I'll have to ask Cedric for permission to use it.
0: Because it'd be like UVH, you know, uh, or, uh, UVF or whatever, like the ultraviolet film. Yeah. Uh, so like I like I kind of like that but yeah definitely ask um but yeah so Haley and I are going to go see uh, A Quiet Place Part 2 tonight have you seen the first one or not tonight but this coming weekend no you haven't so that's another thing you need to watch
1: I know
0: you're just behind on horror I feel like I am did you see The Invisible Man I did so you did see that that was the last thing before we saw spiral i think and then COVID happened um i think it was literally a month later is when COVID happened because we saw it in february or january i don't remember
1: i used to be really good at it and i go and watch every single horror movie that came out yeah but i just got bad at it yeah the older i get
0: yeah, it's really hard to keep up with it, especially when you got a thousand other things going on. But, like, I'm in a position now where it's, you know, if I am done with work and all that, I just throw on a horror movie. And, uh, you know, like, I don't really have too much else to worry about outside of that.
1: My TV like, is broken. Really? That's kind of, like, my big issue right now is my TV. I can't get it to work, and I don't want to buy a new one.
0: Yeah, it's a pain in the ass.
1: Yeah.
0: So like, how do you like just use your laptop? Or your phone? I just
1: don't watch TV.
0: I mean, like for YouTube or anything like that. Oh uh, you know? yeah, I
1: I just watch it on my laptop You're or laptop.
0: on my phone. Yeah, because I mean, I don't really watch traditional TV anymore. Like, it's literally just streaming, like between Plex, Shutter, Netflix, um, all that shit, you know.
1: I really haven't been watching that much YouTube. I watch H3 Podcasts, but that's it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, I consume too much YouTube, probably.
1: H3 Podcasts, Deaf Noodles, Philip DeFranco, those are, like, what I watch every day. Yeah. Or, I don't watch H3 Podcasts every day, because there's not a new podcast every day. But when they're, like, that's just what I watch.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I... Sometimes I just throw on let's plays just to have on back like as background noise mm-hmm. or um I watch like a lot of uh internet today which uh used to be um fuck, what was it called? ETC, um which uh they just talk about current events, electronics, gaming, all that stuff and then Uh, other times just throw on albums on YouTube because you can't always find them on Spotify or um, you know you don't want to uh, get a virus on your computer from like finding it on some Russian website or uh, a lot of guitar tutorials, drum tutorials mixing tutorials
1: I watch crochet tutorials
0: yeah like my algorithm on YouTube is completely fucked (laughs) especially when phoenix was using it because like there would just be weird kid shit <laughs> yeah in, in between like some like you know death metal album and some you know stupid let's play or whatever and yeah for a while there it was pretty weird uh but he ended up you know he ended up cleaning all that up but yeah um so have you seen uh the saw movies no. Yeah, any uh, of them?
1: I don't really intend to either.
0: Because of the violence of it all?
1: Yeah, I'm not... Like, I love horror, and I like horror for, like, the suspense, and, like, I can watch the Evil Dead movies, because those, like, the violence in that is just, like, campy. Yeah. But when it's not campy, I'm not into it.
0: Yeah, it's just, like, what about it, that... Uh,
1: it just... I'm too squeamish.
0: Too it squeamish. Makes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can i can see that. Uh, I'm with that with, like, certain body horror things, like... Uh, too many eyes, too many legs, you mm. know, shit like that. That's... But at the same time, like, The Thing is, like, one of my... Is my favorite horror movie. And that is a case of too many eyes, too many legs, slimy, gooey, fucked up grossness. Um, And, uh yeah, so I understand that because, like, body horror, ugh. it's just having things where they're not supposed to be. <laughs> if I can watch gross.
1: a horror movie and I can feel it, I'm not into it.
0: Like, it just makes you feel gross.
1: Well, it's like if I watch something like too much violence, I can feel like the violence yeah. happening to me
0: so you're too empathic for your own good yeah oh yeah that sucks (laughs) because like i was just having this conversation with Haley the other night like i was like so is it weird that none of what we watch affects me really anymore like because like i can sit down and watch you know uh the thing or you know some other weird body horror thing now um but and, like, I've even seen, like, some real dark shit, you know. Like, when my teenage years, if for some reason, I was, like, kind of in to snuff films and stuff like that. And I was kind of into seeing combat footage and narcos footage. I don't know why. Um, but I definitely think that played a role in desensitization. <laughs> you know, because it's just, like, seeing that level of violence... It's just incomprehensible to like what well, if I could if I try to recall any of what I've seen I can't you know what I mean Does that make sense Like, like it I, was if so I traumatic. if I try to yeah if I try to bring up a video I've seen I just can't like I know of videos I've seen Yeah like there was this one horrible one where these guys drowned some people in a cage It was a war thing, but I couldn't describe it to you beyond that. Because it was so fucking horrible, <laughs> and like I don't know, it's a, it's weird because it's just it's so things that should shock you just for some reason don't really anymore for me. They just kind of bounce off, and it's like you know could be from other traumas I've experienced too, to where like something in my brain just gets turned off to extreme shit like that now you know what I mean like where I can't even react to it because of some suppressed horrible thing inside of me or something and like I don't know like I I just kind of think about how when I was a kid something as silly as Freddy versus Jason scared the shit out of me (laughs) but like (laughs) you know then I see the most extreme horror movies or whatever now and I'm just like I don't know I don't feel anything. Am I supposed to be scared? Like <laughs> for me,
1: it was the cover of the Gremlins movie. Really? Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> not even Gremlins itself. Just the cover.
0: Oh my god, I I, I feel that though, because like, um, there's some pretty scary box art out there, like yeah. especially when you were a kid in the video store or whatever, and you are just like this one looks too intense for me like i'm not gonna check this one
1: out i think like the most like ultra violent movie i watch is like a clockwork orange
0: yeah yeah but i do
1: really enjoy that movie
0: yeah yeah i mean and that's the thing too it's a stanley kubrick movie so like you know it's shot with intent you know there's subtext with it yeah you know what i mean like there's, I think there's that's a bigger why I can picture. enjoy it. Yeah, because you can you can, you know, see it beyond what is on, you know, screen. Which is a good thing for a filmmaker to get away with what he fucking gets away with in that movie.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's horrific
0: because if you didn't have any of the subtext and it was just fucking violence porn the whole time, it would obviously we wouldn't be talking about it right now (laughs) (laughs) because like, if you take away the story, that's all it is. That's that's all it is. I mean, that's all any horror is without a story, you know? And, uh, you know, I, I think there's, personally i don't think there's anything wrong with witnessing a ton of violence i don't think there's anything wrong um with seeing it especially if it's fake um because you know thousands of years ago before we evolved you know to talking our feelings out as opposed to killing each other all the time or whatever and back before you know you lived past 36 you know you were surrounded by violence, <laughs> you know? So I think there's something deeply ingrained with us as humans. Um, and, and I think that's why splatter and gore movies exist is because of the very primal part of us that, um, is used to it already without us knowing you know what I mean because like we evolved you know to where we are for a reason and that was part of our evolution and I think in a weird way horror movies and other obviously types of things that we you know watch or whatever um, are gonna push us to the next step of evolution as well Um, so I think there's gonna be more and more desensitized people out there or the opposite, more and more sensitive people out there, so maybe <laughs> we don't see as much of that shit anymore maybe this is just a dark time and our society is reflecting that in film. I definitely
1: think Gen Z is desensitized completely.
0: completely see I don't know enough to make an argument one way or the other on that I think you might be onto something though um because
1: they definitely they've had
0: the internet this entire time, and the internet is a very dark place if you let it be, <laughs> you know. And I, from my own experience, I'm not even a Gen Zer, you know. Like, uh, yeah, like maybe maybe you're right, but I also feel like there's a lot more Gen Zers, and if, if there's a younger generation, whatever their name is, um, that are it's also really. Alpha. Is that going to be Alpha?
1: It's going to be Alpha. So, the next one.
0: So, Z and Alpha, I think, are also amongst the most compassionate and sympathetic people. That's what I
1: was about to say, is, like, they s- witnessed these things on the internet, and they were born straight into a world right after 9-11. Yeah. And so, they've been in this, but... They're big social justice warriors when it comes to things like Black Lives Matter and trans rights especially.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Like, and, you know, they have the TikToks and stuff that they're able to express themselves with. And I don't really know how many Gen Zers are on anything else. Are they really on anything else? Because, like, I'm... Not really. Not really? I didn't think so. Because, like... I I think even when Twitter. Twitter? Yeah, that makes sense.
1: And Instagram... To an extent,
0: yeah, but you have to have a Facebook, which like a lot of people are getting away with or getting away from, which they should. Everybody have, should leave you Facebook. You have to have
1: a Facebook to have an Instagram. I'm
0: pretty sure because Haley, don't think you do. Um, Haley has like a dead Facebook, kind of like it doesn't do anything. Yeah, but like she has to have like a quote unquote account in order to have her Instagram.
1: I didn't know that.
0: I, I mean, I could two be Instagrams, wrong.
1: Instagrams, and I don't think one of them's connected to a Facebook.
0: No. It could have been before the merger.
1: Maybe. Oh, it definitely was. It's yeah. It was, like, 2016. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, when Facebook um, did all that, and, like, they became one company. I think maybe they always were one company. I don't remember. Um, That's another thing that's fucking terrifying. All these companies buying each other constantly, and they ends yeah. up being, like, under, like, a couple umbrella companies. <laughs> you know, like... It's, uh that that doesn't create in it like room for innovation or com- competition or incentive which is kind of what we all need in order to you know quote well, unquote hit the american dream
1: when snapchat introduced their stories and every other kind of site adopted that they just absorb it it's like everything's the same
0: yeah yeah and like yeah there's no there's no innovation anymore yeah like you could even see in like content creators, you can see it in musicians and maybe there is no innovation just because of the expanse of the internet is fucking limitless. <laughs> you know, so like anything's accessible to anyone at any time, anywhere, mostly unless like you don't have it or you live in a country that doesn't allow you to see certain things or doesn't allow you to even use the surface internet. <laughs> but like It created a lot of copycats in a way. You know what I mean? Like, uh, every single, uh, like, weird YouTube couple thing. Like, those are all copies of somebody else. Every weird reaction thing or whatever, you know. And then, yeah, for your corporations, you got you know the stories with facebook stealing that from instagram or snapchat whoever and then instagram implementing it twitter implementing it youtube implementing it (laughs) you know the list just goes on i'm sure there's a ton of other things that you can do story like things on now and um you know it'd be cool to you know see some real innovation out there but maybe people just don't want innovation anymore maybe it's good that things aren't going super fast in uh, that direction because maybe we can't handle it <laughs> you know because like if you think about how far technology has come even in the last 10 years it's like if you were to bring somebody from 2011 into present day they would oh, be like the what the
1: fuck yeah
0: and like could you imagine bringing somebody from 1991 to present day
1: no it would be
0: insane they wouldn't know what to fucking do like like wow this is what the internet became holy shit we need to go back in time and turn it off (laughs) you know like
1: you even think like four years ago everything just moves so fast and you're just so used to it instantly that like you don't even think about it anymore
0: no you really don't like i remember a day where you had to wait a month for anything to really get from you that you ordered online
1: oh yeah and now, and now, it's, now it's like, like next day. day
0: yeah it's crazy and it's
1: most things yeah and most things, things i wouldn't in- even think about i ordered a ring light and i got it like two days later i ordered it on like a friday it, uh, no i ordered it on like a saturday and it's because it didn't deliver on sundays and yeah. i got it on a monday
0: it's crazy like it just it, it, it's all at such a point of you know where where the speed and the momentum of everything has just at some point it's gonna hit a wall you know what i mean because uh-huh. we've just been going fucking a thousand miles an hour for the last 10 years with technology maybe this is the wall maybe it's slowing down a little bit before the next big thing you know but god i don't really want to th- fathom what that could be you know because we already have mostly autonomous vehicles you know where you know, which can eventually be a good thing. I think we're still way too early to tell um, what that's going to do for society because they want you know they're saying that it's going to create uh, less room for human error, so there will be less casualties as a result of vehicle accidents. Um, but you know, we're still in the very early stages of that, and then there's like been more focuses on uh, augmented and virtual reality too. Like, can you imagine let's let's put ourselves twenty years in the future right now, and augmented reality and virtual reality are still things that people are using, but it's at a it's at you know twenty forty one standards like it's gonna be fucking real at that
1: point <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's like many episodes of Black Mirror about this,
0: yeah oh yeah for sure like yeah and that's the thing about black mirror it's like some of that stuff is futuristic but a lot of it is current like that uh social score one yeah that's china yeah (laughs) like that's what the fuck they do over there and like they have like a system of accountability quote unquote where like if you do something stupid like if you you know cough in the elevator someone's gonna go fucking tell on you and it's crazy Like, you can't get away with anything out there. And it's just, like, you you can't have any fucking privacy, you know? And, like, people can live however they want. And, like, I'm sure to an extent in China. Um, But, yeah, overall, having that social currency is, that's scary. And that's kind of what, I mean, social media is for us currently, you know? Like if you think about it because like it's a bunch of people just like fake flexing and shit and like um virtue signaling all the time and stuff like that when like in reality they're not actually doing shit you know Mm -hmm. it's just like a lot of that already is kind of (laughs) here
1: have you ever seen the episode uh san junipero where, like, the lady's consciousness gets uploaded to the cloud.
0: Yeah, that one's terrifying.
1: That one's my favorite.
0: Oh, my God.
1: I would like to end that way.
0: But then it's forever.
1: Yeah, but you don't feel anything, and you can choose to opt out at any time.
0: Yeah, that's true. Kind of like, have you seen The Good Place? Uh, no. Um. well, I won't spoil it for you. But it,
1: I've seen part of it.
0: It kind of ends in a way where you can opt out it at any time at some point in the in the series. It's that's a really well written show. Both shows are pretty well written, I, I, I think. Like, and uh, you know, they're what they're both Netflix shows now. Because I, I know Black Mirror didn't start as a Netflix show, but it didn't. No, um, it, it started like in the BBC. UK. Yeah. Um. But then I think Netflix bought the rights to it after a while. Mm. Um, but yeah, like both really well written shows, and uh, I think both are extremely topical to <laughs> you know our current times that we live in, Black mirror with you know um, uh, with electronics and and the internet and the implications of technology and all that and. Uh, the good place with uh ethics morals you know not really knowing if there's gray white or black areas you know what i mean like it's just you tried and then you die (laughs) yeah (laughs) for a lot of cases because it's like really hard to escape making shitty decisions because there's so many companies and stuff like that that like you know you might be indirectly contributing to seals dying or children labor you know and uh, like it kind of goes into that too which like there's 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 tons of that going on at any given point and uh, unless you're ex- doing your due diligence all the time and looking into every little detail about following where who owns this who owns this and who owns this what are they doing behind the scenes sort of thing There's a lot of situations you're just not going to (laughs) know. So you you might live a morally good life your entire life, but the one time you buy something from Apple, you know, that's what sent you to hell. New phone. iPhone (laughs) phone, right here. But, like, that's what they, you know, that's what they talk about. And it's just like, uh, you know, I think as long as you live a life with good intentions... You know, that's all that matters. Walking around, trying to do the right thing in any given opportunity. That's that's all you can do, you know. And if, you know, you put the due diligence in to, you know, spend your money in the right place, then do that too. But I don't think... Shop small. Yeah, I don't think we should be bullying people. <laughs> Based on who they shop with. Based on any of that stuff. Because at the end of the day... Our only common enemy... Are the people up top. And I don't care if you're black, white, Asian, Hispanic, whatever. LGBTQ. Any of it. Fucking... We're not all enemies. The people that have fucking shit all over us. That's our common enemy. For real. Like... At some point, it's going to come all toppling down and it's going to be, it's going to end up being a chance to start over and do the right thing uh, for each other and not just for ourselves. So, yeah. Yeah. You look tired.
1: I am tired.
0: You ready to go back to bed?
1: I'm ready to go back to bed. Okay.
0: Well, thanks for hanging out with us.
1: See you next time.
0: Later.